Welcome to Clarity and Purpose. Our world is full of people who are overworked and overwhelmed. They lose focus on what matters, struggle to find a vision for the future, and lose time with those they love. We help businesses and their teams clearly understand their purpose and help them communicate more effectively. I'm your host, James Thorne, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jake Jordan. Hey, Jake. Hey, James. How's it going? <laughs> Good, man. How are you? I've got a question for you. All right. Do you like change? If I can control it, yes. Oh, see, there it is. <laughs> there it is. If we can I'm an eight on the Enneagram, so control is my is my biggest thing. I I love changing things, but I'm the one that's usually making that change. So what you're saying is you don't like unexpected change. Yeah, it, it does interrupt. Um yeah control I think you know I think different people even on the Instagram with an eight that's kind of different but for me um, I'm someone that loves change but I want to be involved with it and know it's coming versus being unexpected right so I think it's safe to say that there's some areas in our life where we can just expect things to change without us right so sure um, why don't we talk about I was gonna say one of the things that completely changed my life was having kids I don't know about you um, and there's very little control involved, especially when you start. And bro, you've got older kids. I, I'm just getting going, man. I've got a five and a three-year-old at the time of this recording. And yeah, bro, I, I thought I was productive in my twenties and I was blowing and going, but then I had kids and I was like, I've done nothing with my life for the past <laughs> Gosh, I've been wasting a good six hours a day doing who knows what. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For something about having kids puts you in a state of either I got to get to work yep. and get this thing working like humming, you know, yep. and, or you kind of, you know, some people crumble. It happens. That's true. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen some uh, people go that way, but I, I kind of sometimes get this thing in my head where I'm like, all right, well, once I have a kid, they'll they'll start getting it into gear because they've got to figure out their schedule, you know? <laughs> like I've always been forced to really work on my schedule and have, and I'm, I know I'm more productive this way because I'm getting way more done. Um, yeah. Well, what's the saying? If you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. That's true. Dude, it's so true. Right. So, so th there's really two ways to deal with, with change, especially when you don't expect it. And what that's got the definition of kids is what's going to happen today so what do we do with it? How do we react to change? And the good news is, is our guest today is going to tell us. Awesome. He's, he's going to let us know. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest like we normally do. Here we go. Since 1979, he's been helping people make life decisions and navigate the process of beneficial change. He's convinced that transitions and disruptions are inevitable and unavoidable, but they can be profitable. You can do more than just survive the transitional seasons in your life your company, and your organization, you can thrive. My guest today is a father, a husband, and CEO of the Strongbridge Group. Please welcome Bill Leckie. All right, man, that was some intro, huh, Bill? That was amazing, and it's great to be with you, Jake. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely, man. I'm really interested to hear uh, kind of your journey. Sounds like you've, you've done some interesting things. Um, so, man, let's just jump right in. Uh, you know, I'm really interested to to tell me a little bit how you landed currently. You work with like transition type people a lot of times, right? People that are kind of undergoing some big change. So how, how'd you end up there? 
Well, I spent uh, 35 years in church-related uh, and nonprofit ministry. So really, for over 35 years, I, I, what I realized, I was constantly helping people navigate change and transition and helping them make successful and sustainable change. And I find that, that that's very rewarding to me. The, the other thing is that transitions are in business, we would say disruptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're unavoidable. Uh, trying to live a life avoiding those things, <laughs> which is a pretty meaningless existence. It's, they are unavoidable. What I've come to understand is that when they're properly engaged and when we understand how to navigate them, uh, they don't have to be unbearable seasons. They can actually be beneficial. And when I look back on my own uh, experience in challenging seasons, uh, though I may not want to go back and relive them, mm-hmm. they are some of the most beneficial seasons as far as my own personal growth and improvement and understanding and clarifying of my own sense of purpose of any seasons that I've gone through. So I find a lot of uh, uh, meaning and fulfillment in helping people deal with things that are inevitable, mm-hmm. uh, but we're not always equipped to deal with them, and leaders especially. Um, <laughs> So I really do like focusing on working with leaders and helping them, uh, training them to navigate those unavoidable and, you know, inevitable <laughs> disruptions in their business, their life, and all of that. So it's great. I enjoy it a, a great deal. But if you don't have the tools, it's like anything. Right. If you don't have the tools, you can really struggle. And instead of benefiting, you can actually be damaged. Uh, going through transition. So yeah. that's kind of why I do it. I do think it's uh, helpful to accept the certainty of challenge. Uh, okay. I, I think it's to live in a world of thinking, well, let me put it this way. I was probably about 25, 26 years old when I had an epiphany, right? So I had this thing occur to me. <clears throat> this never gets easy. Mm. That was a revelation that has helped me immensely because in my mind, I had this fantasy that one day I would figure this all out and I would be able to just kind of coast. I'd be able just to get through this and enjoy and do whatever I wanted to and that it was going to get easy somehow. And I think it was really helpful the day I woke up and recognized, oh, there's always going to be challenge. There's always going to be obstacles. These things are just part of our experience. Uh, and even though we, we try to avoid those when we can. What's interesting, uh, the reason most people have a negative view of transition is because of their past experiences <laughs> with it. So they equate it with being uncomfortable, being stretched, uh, being uh, forced to deal with things that are complicated and challenging, mm-hmm. all of these things. And yet, if you think about improvement and promotion, and all of those things, those same things apply. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to get challenged. All of those things. So the the characteristics go not only with change and transition. They're the same things that go with promotion, increase, and improvement. So uh, if we had some kind of an Avengers uh, movie pop culture moment where we could snap our fingers and all transitional seasons went away, uh, simultaneous with that, all opportunities to improve, grow, and get better 
uh, and have promotion. And so they would all go away as well. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's a perspective thing that is helpful. Accepting the certainty that we're going to face hard times, I think that just helps us uh, so we don't feel like we're being picked on when we experience a hard time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and there would be no Avenger movies without a Thanos, right? Like, there no, has you got to have the villain. Every story has to have a villain. Every hero has to have a challenge to overcome. It's the only reason we watch movies. It's the only reason we read books. Uh, we, want, we want to see that person struggle, mm -hmm. but overcome, right? So that's kind of the nature of life, it seems. You, you were talking about, you know, um, being challenged, um, understanding that you never quite get there. What's the time that you've recently been challenged and, and didn't handle it well? Well, I think initially when this uh, pandemic thing hit, uh, I had majority of my calendar evaporate. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, yeah. and I'm not the only one. I mean, a lot of people who do things like I do, uh, I've also been a public speaker, a key presenter, uh, all of those things. And I had things on my calendar for this year, as most people did. But because of the uh, interruption or disruption <laughs> of COVID-19, all those things evaporated. So there was income loss, mm -hmm. uh, calendar went vacant. And so I had to, to take a, some time, a little, little bit of time to adjust and make the decision, how am I going to respond to this? Because there's really basically three ways people respond mm -hmm. to disruptions. And I'm no different than anyone else. You panic. I mean, you just throw your hands up, go, ah, and run, <laughs> turn and abandon everything and run the other direction. You can do that. Yeah. Um, you can just be passive during that time. I mean, you know, be, get paralyzed. That doesn't really help either. It lacks the frenetic energy of panic, but uh, it certainly <laughs> doesn't help you. Or you can pivot, right? So, and that, I'm sorry, I can't say the word pivot without the Friends episode of Ross taking a couch up the stairs, yelling pivot. 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 Uh, yeah, I, but it's a great word and it's, it's sometimes overused, but mm. the, the reality is you can make the choice to make whatever incremental adjustments are needed uh, so that you don't abandon your sense of purpose and so forth, because um, that's how you keep moving forward. If, if And that's what I had to do. So I started doing more and more things virtually. Uh, I had some things I was already doing that way of coaching clients that I, uh, that live in other States. And so the virtual world has been something that uh, I do. I had, I, I do things on a weekly basis, kind of a video blog that's on my website called Thoughts on Things. It's whatever I'm thinking about. Uh, I'll do a two, three, four minute uh, video. So I've really had to lean into those things, but it was challenging. And I think probably the most challenging thing for me is what's been that for everyone in business is potentially lost revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, and what we've been doing won't work right now. Mm -hmm. So what do we do? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, I think that uh, for me, I've come through that from an understanding of uh, e-learning, virtual trainings, virtual, that's not going away. Mm -mm. When this is over, that's not going anywhere. So uh, we need to recognize that and uh, just be prepared for that because it's not going away. 
Hey, let's take a quick break from our interview and talk about something a lot of people are going through right now. There are a lot of people that hit a major slowdown during the COVID crisis. Many of our clients came to us and said, sales are down and we're looking to have to lay people off, possibly sell buildings or other assets. Is there anything we can do to get momentum back in the business? The good news is the items are actually helping our clients and we wanted to help other people with the advice that we gave them. So we built a guide you can download for free called Grow Again. What you do in your business when you get hit by the unexpected. We want you, the audience, to have it too. It contains seven videos that explain the strategies we shared with our clients. It has four screen shares that show you exactly how we apply the techniques to our business and it has four worksheets and scripts that you can literally pick up today and use yourself. So go to quirkgrowth.com slash grow again and download your copy today. All right, let's get back to the interview. When it comes to change, I've discovered there are three categories, Jake. That is, okay. there's the stuff, the changes that we desire to make mm -hmm. in our heads. We're like, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't that be nice? Mm -hmm. uh, then there are the changes that we are forced to make. That's what disruptions and transitions do to us. Somebody else's decision puts us in a season. Uh, and, and then there are the changes we decide to make. And the, the best way uh, to move forward in difficult times is to focus on change that you decide to make. Uh, it's easier. I've decided I'm making this change. I've decided I'm gonna do this virtual stuff. And as leaders, that's something we have to do. Uh, we all experience all three. We, we all experience, we have our dreams of things, wouldn't it be great? Uh, and we all experience somebody else's choices putting us in seasons like, like COVID-19 has done. Sure. Uh, and, uh, but when we look at all of that, then it comes down to the changes we decide to make. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I've managed to get through this and continue to do so and uh, rec just recognize there are things that aren't going away. Uh, I just posted on social media today, uh, the lessons that we learn from challenging seasons become our allies. The ones we ignore become liabilities. Mm. And that's something, again, around that age of 25 that it's never gets easier. Oh my gosh, there's always going to be challenge. Uh, that's when I also begin to recognize that as seasons go, Lessons I ignore, I tend to get re-enrolled for those classes in other seasons. So <laughs> I just soon learn them the first time, right? I, I don't enjoy repeating classes if I don't have to. Yeah, I, I had a men's pastor it's a, uh, who used to say that uh, he was um, in God's remedial school for slow learners. There you are. And I have adopted that as well because there are definitely areas in my life where I've had to retake class multiple times. <laughs> Uh, for lessons I, I, I just didn't want to learn. So Right. Well, I used to see that as punitive. Uh, and then I realized it's not punitive. Uh, that's actually goodness. That's actually God's great love for us because he's committed mm -hmm. to helping us grow and learn these lessons. So he lovingly will continue to re-enroll us in classes that we need. So what would you say to those people that, that are challenged right now you know, have had one of those three emotions that you talked about, you know, where you're paralyzed or panicked or, or pivoting, what would you recommend to those people right now? Well, I think ask themselves the questions, why do I do what I'm doing? Um, 
and if they can't give a substantial or clear reason why, then that's step number one. You need to determine, why am I doing this? Well, am I doing it just for a paycheck? Uh, which that's, I'm not minimalizing that. I mean, in this time right now, a paycheck, paycheck's a big deal. I get it. Um, but that can be seasonal. That's okay seasonally to say, you know, right now I'm just working for a paycheck, but I'm going here. Mm-hmm. But if, if that's the only thing you can answer, uh, you're probably not satisfied. You're probably unhappy and you're not, you're not, there's not a sense of uh, fulfillment or meaning attached to your day. Um, and that, that's a grind, right? That's very, by definition, that's the grind, the rat race uh, that nobody really enjoys being a part of. So I would say, ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Um, and if you can say, well, I'm doing it because of this, I'm doing it because of this, this is who I am. Well, then that gives you, that leans back to purpose, right? So purpose influences attitude and perspective, I think. And attitude and perspective are the heavy hitters that shape our experiences and our outcomes when we're going through different types of uh, seasons in life. Uh, For me, that sense of purpose, I've worked in a lot of different arenas. Even as a full-time minister, I still had part-time jobs, right? So I was serving smaller congregations. I needed to supplement income. So I've been in construction. I've I've been in the music industry. I've had my own uh, recording studio in my home that I did side work in. Uh, I worked in a music store. You know, I've, I've done all of these things. But what I found was it didn't matter where I was. I still... I'm still me. Mm-hmm. So the things that matter to me, the things that are meaningful to me, I did them regardless of my position or my title. Mm-hmm. So helping people uh, find and discover purpose, helping people get better and improve in an area they want to improve in and help them go through challenging times and come out of it better rather than worse. It's just, that's who I am everywhere I go. So when you find purpose, I think that is a key player on attitude and perspective and attitude and perspective. There's a lot of things we can't control, Jake, in, in disruptions, and th- but attitude and perspective aren't among those. We can have control over those. Mm-hmm. And uh, that sense of purpose that we're talking about really does help drive it. So if, if there's a person in a job right now that they can say, well, the only purpose I can come up with for being in this job is the paycheck. Then it's time for a little deeper heart check uh, in the moment. Uh, You may not be able to walk away from that, but you may want to think about how do I move from this to what really will make a difference and does matter to me. Mm -hmm. If you're a business owner and you can't answer that question, um, you may be in the wrong business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or you've forgotten why you got in this business Right. To start with. And it may be important to take a little time and remind yourself uh, why I started this company, why I got into this field. Uh, and then there's always the recognition. Nothing is forever. That's fantastic. So tell us, Bill, what's your, uh, your website? Where can people find you? You can find me at thestrongbridgegroup.com. Uh, that's the website. Uh, you can book a training there. You can, uh, if you reach out to me through the webpage, I offer a free consultation. 
Uh, we'll talk about what you're dealing with in your company and ways that we can help. Man, Jake, I'm really glad you got to interview, interview Bill. And actually, you got to meet him. I've actually seen him in some other arenas in the past and uh, don't know him personally, but have been able to learn from him and have even read his book, uh, Living in Transition. So I'm glad wow. you got to interview him. That was awesome. That was awesome. And one of the things that I really liked, and I'm going to butcher the, the quote because it's, it's the main part I remember is that perspectives and attitudes are what really shape your life. It's, it's what, what you do with change. Yeah. Um, it matters the most you know yeah everything um, yeah especially everything that's going on in the world too and of course we've had the pandemic blow up our world and you know a lot of it does have to do with your thoughts and fear and internal but that perspective um on that change and transition and um that yeah that alone i think does it all i mean how you approach that for sure yep and i i and similarly i like how he said that when he was in his 20s, he finally just decided stuff's going to happen. Change is just going to keep coming at me. Like conflict is just going to keep happening. Challenges are going to keep happening. And so like that aha moment, I remember when I had it too, it was like, life's not easy. It's never going to be easy. So I just get to decide how I'm going to respond to it. And I love that at an early age, he identified that because I think that really does position him to be an authority piece when it comes to change and transition. And, you know, people are looking for, people that have walked that road and not only has he walked it, he's had that viewpoint along the entire process. Right. And not many people do. So it was cool that we got to bring him on today. Yeah. So he's, he's a great guy. If you need somebody to help your organization through transition, he's, he's the guy to do it. Uh, and you know, if you need help on the marketing side, the messaging side, the clarity, all that stuff that we love to help with, we don't forget we have that guide called grow again. And right. The whole purpose is to help you through this weird transitional time going, look, we've lost some momentum in our sales and marketing and things are kind of wacky. How do we get back on the target on the bullseye? So don't forget we have that for you for free. You can download it. And otherwise, we're looking forward to the next one uh, next week, right, James? No, that's it, man. Yeah, we appreciate you guys joining us today. Hit subscribe on that uh, YouTube, that little button there, whatever you, whatever you got, and make sure you're notified. That's all, that's all we care about. Ring that yeah. bell. <laughs> but man, thanks for joining us on Clarity and Purpose where we believe if a business leader aligns their team with their message, they truly are unstoppable.